Funny enough, I had a whole plan set up this morning. I had my tripod, you probably see it hanging out the back there. And my camera is all set up and was gonna do a sit and talk, which I still could do, but then it said to me, well, I said to myself, you know, I guess we need to stick with the classic old walk and talk, and then we'll change it up to the sit and talk next time when I'm more prepared. And it got me thinking about backup plans and you know how important it is sometimes to just be able to have a tried and true method to do something even when you try to change it up and I could have you know missed something this morning uh, by just sticking with the primary idea that I had and not having the backup now in this case the backup is a silly selfie stick let's get the angle fixed here so it doesn't look like I'm carrying such a silly selfie stick. Let's try that. Um, yeah, so I got all set up and then noticed the battery on the camera was dead and I don't have a backup and no chargers out here. But I do have my simple little tiny selfie stick and I even have a tripod for that. Uh, set up and I know it's not the greatest production value and I know it's shaky but you know I made an attempt to improve things try sitting still which is uncomfortable for me for whatever reason you know walking is uh, therapeutic for me I, I've done a I always go on long walks I like to think things out. Um, lately, a lot more focus and, you know, not as much. It's usually when I'm not, you know, very directed that the walking comes into play because it helps me work through all the junk, get the gears going again, you know. It's almost like a, as you're stepping, like there's a motion. It's like something's moving, and it like gets things moving up here too for me, absolutely, so. You know, and obviously this is not just something that I found out or discovered, obviously, so. Walking, I mean, I think also is a pretty good form of exercise. Even though it's not as intense as like hardcore cardio or biking or swimming or any of these other things, but if you do it repeatedly, stick to it and for longer periods of time, and that's kind of the issue too, is that you have to do it for longer if you're just gonna walk. And so, yeah, you go on a quick jog, you're gonna get a lot more heart work done, a lot more of that blood flowing than a long walk. But, there's something to be said. So what do you think, we're out here in Arizona now, trying to give a little purview, some of the scenery. and made it safe. No COVID-19 harassment checkpoints. More or less, like, things went pretty well, which I figured they would in this part of the country. Uh, you know, going from Utah to Arizona <laughs> isn't exactly the most threatening situation. 
you know, you get out there in Page, Arizona, and as I always say, that's how I know the world's overpopulated when I get out there. Because you can just tell that we're just running out of room, you know? Yep, there's just no space anywhere. You know, everybody's living on top of each other. And, you know, we're gonna have to do something about this population problem. You just can't find anywhere with any open areas to explore. You know, all the cows are ru ruining everything. So I have an invention. I've talked to the to the people at Toyota already, and we're coming up with a Prius that runs on cow exhaust, to put it mildly, right? Since it's the cows that are destroying the planet. Don't worry, because Gil Bates is taking care of this for us. We're gonna we're gonna reduce the amount of people on the planet through various methods that Gil Bates and crew are gonna be. I'm just I'm totally messing around. <laughs> I have a hard time keeping that up. Um, but yeah, going back to like being prepared, right, for the secondary plan. Well, I can kind of tie it all together, I guess. Is, you know, there's a lot of focus on Bill Gates, uh, Gil Bates, right now. I had a conversation the other day, uh, just yesterday at a pottery type store. I was doing a little shopping for Mother's Day. By the time Cassandra sees this, she'll... I already have seen some of the stuff I got her. Um, and she, this lady, me, you know, hit it off right away. We're discussing things and a lot of like-minded thoughts. You know, you just kind of, you can almost just tell. I don't know. I don't know if you know what I mean. Maybe you know what I mean. And we, so we were very open, or she was open, and I can be open with people if they want to be. I'm not usually very direct or forceful. About things but uh, if they hey if they start to talk and discuss things that are more you know on the edge and shouldn't be talked about typically for the average person and she was saying what was she saying she said well there's this show I'm watching she said some show on CBS like some really like like <laughs> old school show that I guess they're doing, like a remake of, if the name pops in my head. It's some simple name, it's like Murphy or something, I don't remember what it is. Something like that, if it pops in my head, I'll... It's some Matlock, is that what it is? It could be that, but it's like the modern version, I guess. And they have, in there, supposedly, I'll have to look into this while I'm editing this video, maybe I can, right here, we'll bring that up on the screen or something, at least included in the show notes. This show apparently has a depopulation agenda in it to depopulate a third of the world's population. And she brings this up to me, and I'm yeah, yeah, that's really interesting, you know, the type of stuff that they put in the media. And then she says, well, yeah. And that's exactly what these people are trying to do. And she ties it right in with, you know, Bill Gates and things like that. So, anyways, that was just a conversation I had with somebody. 
uh, on the street, but you know, just like with the guy who didn't hang himself, uh, we'll probably not drop too many AI bot names here, you know, just because the main place that my videos kind of do live is them tube. Not, it's not, you know, the you anymore. It's the, I'm just kidding. Them tube. That is where some of these videos are, but anyway, and it's funny to try to like code around algorithms that might be picking up the guy who didn't hang himself's name. <laughs> I think everybody can catch that, right? Uh, where was I going with that? Okay, yeah, just like with him, you know, you gotta have a secondary plan because when they bring out what's sort of, in a loose way, applied is a limited hangout. A limited hangout is where information is disclosed in a way that's very controlled, but seems like there's a leak. That little bit of wind where we're at here, kind of on this high desert plain, it wasn't very windy this morning, but my luck and wind, I'm gonna have to like really work on this issue. I'm trying a little bit of a different thing with the Tascam today. I don't think it's gonna be good now that I'm looking at it. Way too much movement. Simple problems to figure out, but I'm, I mean, just seems like with my luck, you know, again, the backup plan. But anyway, the backup plan is that you can't lose focus on these key figures that fall and it looks to me like Gil Bates is kind of like the next person that didn't hang himself didn't kill himself in a way now there's a lot to that a lot of people think that he's at the top of some kind of power hierarchy and he climbed there through his Microsoft endeavor. But if you look at the real history, and by the way, on my page in slavery on the Fed book, we are reposting James Corbett's uh, most recent videos exploring Gil Bates. It's really good stuff. It's definitely worth the amount of time. They're like 20 minute videos, 20, 30 minutes tops. And it's gonna be a series, so. I know that James does a really good job at distributing his work in a way that it won't be taken down, but I like to distribute it to places where it might not be seen. And so, to be on a place like Facebook still is ridiculous in some ways. And then in other ways, it's like, yeah, well maybe you still, maybe it's still good to bring awareness or you know share things other places where it is you know somewhat censored why not I mean until they take down the page that I've been having 9k likes for the last <laughs> like year and a half as it soared up to 9k and then uh, flatlined and somehow if I don't pay Facebook any more money any money at all I would say actually I haven't <laughs> paid anything for likes on my page in slavery 
but to dump uh, energy even into something like Facebook um, is ridiculous. If it's not for a certain purpose that's gonna benefit you. I mean, that might sound super selfish, but you know what I mean. Don't waste your time on Facebook is what I'm saying. There's no reason to waste your time uh, on all these different social media platforms if it's not uh, benefiting you. Because most likely it's not. And, and the type of information that you're getting from there is not all that beneficial. But we're going to be a little bit uh, all over the place because I've not concluded my thoughts on Gil Bates and the secondary plan yet. But it's sort of like my uh, presentation, The Secondary Matrix, where, you know, when the primary figure in the central con uh, attention of people, and now and that's becoming, you know, Bill and Melinda, just Bill, Bill and Melinda Gates. Um, if there's a fall of that person, because the general public is becoming sort of aware of the stink of what's happening, um, or, you know, general consensus just says that there's an issue because of what's been exposed. Now, if it's true or not or whatever, but it is all about public opinion. And so, again, that's why I'm just sort of like extrapolating out. This is a long dirt road here. That Bill Gates will be the next figure to fall. Kind of like the guy who didn't hang himself. In some way, maybe. I mean, people aren't going to take... I don't think what's coming with his name on it now so that's why they'll have to bring in their their secondary plan you know or whatever but this is all part of some primary plan um, you know because again Bill Gates in my understanding is a swappable character on a board he's not the primary leader of anything and the fact that he's so low on the food chain um, in his circles is the fact that he is the low-hanging fruit that you can see operating everything that's going on seemingly right now. I mean, when, you, when I say that, people will say, well, what do you mean by operating everything? Like, well, he's the biggest uh, funder. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is the biggest funder of the WHO, the World Health Organization. So if that's not a conflict of interest right there, and someone so heavily invested in vaccinations is also controlling the World Health Organization. See if I turn back and walk that way. Super dark. So maybe we'll just head, I'm gonna walk down to this sign here. So, just like with Epstein, let's say, oh damn it, I said his name. Uh, you know, when he fell and taken down he was, and taken care of. <laughs> it's, uh, 
it's not the the overall issue didn't go away because of that one person you know so human trafficking and all the other things that that person was involved with didn't somehow stop you know all the emails that were discovered and leaked by certain organizations uh, definitely didn't go away all the people involved in that didn't go away They're still lurking Still not in prison, where they should be, if not worse, which I'd be fine with. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just an angle on that. It's not like I'm trying to espouse the definitive truth about anything. It's just uh, my perspective while I cruise along. I know I always try to walk a little bit slower during these, and then I'm like, like once I get, like I said, once I get thinking and rolling with it, I just want to like walk along, you know? I wish I could work and walk. That would be cool. I'd like to envision. I mean, if you're doing sales, if you're doing client calls where you don't need to be at a, at a desk and a computer, I suppose the walk would be fine. Um, but I'm talking about like uh, you know, doing really technical tasks while walking. And I know I don't have to wish too hard and a lot of this stuff's gonna be on the horizon, so. Whether you like it or not. No, that's not true. I think there's still the secondary matrix, which I was alluding to, but it's a struggle, and so in the secondary matrix, you still have to battle. And just because, like let's say, even in the allegorical movie, The Matrix, which I know, you know, it's just totally beat up and down and everybody talks about it. Always, and it's even not necessarily totally what everybody thinks it is in regards to freedom and things like that. There could be a lot of other uh, agendas being unfolded in that movie. But in the secondary matrix, which, you know, I did do like a three hour live stream on that concept. So if you're like, what is he talking about? You can, I'll link that in the show notes, the secondary matrix. More of what I mean by that. Sorry about the shadow here. And maybe we can, maybe we can cut through here. There we go. It's not like once you're out, once you're so woke that you know everything that their average red pill person knows, that somehow life just opens up for you and now everything's good to go. There's still a battle to be had <laughs> and there's a lot of like quarterbacking or even worse like bench sitting like people on the bench calling the plays that aren't being played 
you know, and I'm not perfect. I have my own flaws, many of them. I, you know, don't do it right, whatever. Compared to other people, maybe I'm not uh, on the path nearly as far as I should be into solving the problems of the world, right? Not that that's my mission, to solve the problems of the world. But we have to change things, and I know that it comes from within. But even there, that's, that's a very difficult work, and it's not something that just happens. And when uh, you become so enraged or saddened by the conditions in the world, if that's something that you're paying attention to, at times, not that you're dwelling there, but there's certain things, especially nowadays, happening, uh, that we could all be very upset about. Well, that's going to take, hopefully, you in a direction that gets you working on these backup plans, as I'm kind of alluding to here in this video, right? Like, the primary plans that we had uh, probably need to change. And we probably need to make some major adjustments. And uh, we really need to go within and discover the solutions. Because they're probably already present with us. And so if it's just in our own life that we're talking about, then, you know, maybe it's time to kind of take a break um, from a lot of the message that's being sold, right? and start working on these other plans, working on things that are outside of the view and outside of the uh, the need of any of these other things that are happening, right? There's so much other space that's not being explored and not being focused on. And that's kind of like the, what the primary matrix is, right? It's a limited view of information. It's very obvious today in a digital sense where that is. But that's just like one layer of a thousand layer complex. And most people are staying, you know, well within this one layer of things that's being controlled and manipulated by whatever the fuck forces you want to call it, you know? So, change things, you know. Me and, me and my family, my family and I, we decided to move, and we're, we're here now. Did announce that in the beginning of the video, and we're settling in. This is just really right outside to the right of my yard here that we're walking around. Uh, the place that we're renting. beautiful property. We had a nice little fire last night. And uh, I was telling my wife how, telling Cassandra how important that is to me to be able to have a fire, you know. Not be in an apartment complex where I can't go outside and explore or get outside and have a small fire if I want or have vegetables and chickens and other things 
you know, that it's really hard to do in the city. Not that you can't do a lot of those things in the city, right? You can. And a lot of that's, again, going back to the mindset that we bring to the table. And uh, for a while, you know, during this 2020 year, my mind was definitely like in a vice, felt like. You know, with all this pandemic happening. You know, those people got chickens. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I got taken for a ride, you know? And I really don't think, though, that my opinion has changed, like, drastically. Although, like, we were, we were kind of talking about this last night. Uh, me and some some friends on, on Discord about, you know, buying into, like, your first, your, your most, like, intense emotion about something. Like, in the height of your panic and fear. And then, like, sticking with that as the theory <laughs> that you're going to go with for, like, the next however long. And, you know, we were specifically talking about um, chemtrail spraying. You know, is it happening? Is it not? Are these things explainable? And, uh, you know, there's a, there's some questions that are definitely there to be had. And a good debate was, was had. And not a debate. I mean, not even a debate. We just talked about it. Just like friends talking. So... Yeah, I mean, the idea is, uh, for me, right now, is I've, ha I've triggered enough complexity <laughs> and enough change that uh, it's a good time to start reevaluating the plans, you know, again, and making sure that all the secondary plans are in place. And then sometimes, again, now going back, I know I'm just like tying the word in secondary to my secondary matrix stuff. It doesn't exactly ride right across, but you know, fear, fear is what's going to keep us from doing what needs to be done in our own lives and uh, to move forward. We have to be able to work through that and when it comes down to what's being pervade in the pandemic is that you just need to wait until Bill Gates and his crew get their vaccine together. And until then, we really don't have any solutions and there's nothing else that could be done. And that's obviously just preying on like scarcity mindset, scarcity mentality, no other options, right? There's no other way to do it. Well, you can believe that, that they have all the answers, but how could they, you know? They don't. They don't know what they don't know, right? So to make these wide, broad, sleep sweeping statements about what's possible here in this situation and who we need to look to for answers being, you know, the eugenicists depopulationist hater of humanity Gil Bates and, and, and his omnipotent wisdom 
without without questioning anything and without looking into anything else and just sit in our houses and wait until they come up with some concoction to inject into us. I mean, that's really the, the, the that's what the story is. This is ridiculous, come on. Seriously, like, don't even pay attention to that. It's ridiculous. And if there is an argument for the vaccine, then fine, let's have the argument. But I don't think that that's what will happen. That's, there's not gonna be an argument, right? Mandatory things, you know, once it's mandatory, where where's the argument to be had? Now, I, I know there's plenty of options for anybody that's not wanting to go that route. You know, because I understand what's really going on here. <laughs> and I understand who and what I really am. To an extent that allows me to know definitively that I do have an option in this scenario. And that there is no such thing as mandatory or forced. Because there's always an option. There's always a choice for you to choose what you're gonna do. And if you stand to fight these clever agents that have gone within and taken over from the inside of not just like a nation state, they're inside of the populace and they want more, right? That's what they're after. They want to get, they want more. They want to get inside. And uh, they're, they're making it look pretty bleak as far as the options go. But uh, again, what happens when you stand and realize that there's a choice to fight back if necessary, right? Well, in the allegorical fiction of the movie The Matrix, what happens is that's when Neo is finally able to defeat the agents um, without much difficulty, right? It's when he realizes that he can say no. And that's the words that he speaks at the end of the first movie there where, you know, suddenly all his vision sees the, the entire Matrix grid and then he's able to just destroy each agent standing in front of him with no problem while he's, he's basically just standing there, you know, because at that point there's a full realization of the power that you have in your choice and a full understanding that if you were to be destroyed in that scenario, that it's just an illusion. And that it, you don't necessarily go away just because you're destroyed in the primary matrix. So at that point, what's stopping you, you know, from making the right decision? If you're letting fear control you and drive you, then the, then it doesn't seem like you have a decision here. It looks pretty bleak. 
But then if, if you know, though, that you always have a decision in every matter, and that when we say, someone's forcing me to wear a mask, or someone's forcing me to get a vaccine, that's not true, that's a lie. You're lying to yourself. Even if you're like, oh, well, what do you mean? I have to go to work and I have to do these A, B, C, D situations. And I, No, that's all a lie. When you wake up every morning and make that decision to go do those things, that's on you. You're, you're still free will agent making those decisions to go to work, to subject yourself to that situation. Well, no, I have to do, I have all these responsibilities that I, it doesn't mean that you don't have a choice though. Still do. What is this saying? Maximum. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. This phone hits a limit at like 33 minutes and then flips to a new video. And that new video always has screwed up audio. It's weird. I like drag it over a little bit. Anyway, yeah, so there's nobody forcing anybody to wear a mask. And you, if you're in a situation where you're someone's using uh, coercion to try to make it seem like you should wear a mask, maybe you do, right? Maybe you put it on. But the, the point is, is that you still have a choice. And when you choose that you're done doing that, you can walk away. And you're not in a position where like, now you're a slave, that you've signed this contract on the dotted line. Now you're subject to our control. It's like, you can break contracts and you can terminate contracts. There should be some way to do that, in a way, that doesn't bring negative consequences to you that can't be resolved. Now, I'm not saying that you won't be harmed or that you're gonna be totally safe as you navigate the world making your own choices about things. Because that's not the case either. And that's not what, you know, if anybody's guaranteeing safety, they're most likely looking to enslave you. Because there isn't a guaranteed safety here. Freedom doesn't require guaranteed safety. It could be very dangerous. So I really, myself, prefer dangerous freedom over, you know, mandatory and force and these things, right? But I do understand that I always have a choice. That's, again, why I don't use words like voluntarist and things, because it's a contradiction to me. You always have the choice. Nobody can take it away. You can be controlled by manipulation and mind control into believing that there isn't a choice. But as a free will agent, and so obviously I'm relying on an underlying philosophy here that's beyond just everyone accepts that we have free will. I'm not so arrogant that I don't understand that there's deterministic, atheistic materialists who don't believe in free will. So I understand that when I'm using the language that I'm using, 
I'm incorporating philosophy uh, that does have leaping points of faith. All worldviews that people hold have some sort of leap of faith at the end. They're relying on some sort of non-visible axiom or principle uh, that they can't prove. Right? But there is a lot of extrapolating and um, triangulating and assumption and intuition that can go into. See, I think I discovered what these little caves are, Cassandra. I don't think they're gophers. I think they're bunnies. Every single one of these little holes. This is a big ass one though. It's like a, ma a maze. There's probably all kinds of critters around here. That's why another reason to have the dog, right? <laughs> oh, Mosley. Smell, smell. He's a smell, a smell. Well, Mosley, what are you doing, Mosley? What are you doing, Mosley? Yeah, there's all kinds of like desert bunnies. And then there's these like holes. Now I think I've figured out, yeah, the bunnies are doing the holes. Earlier this morning they were like, while I was walking through, they were like scattering out. Probably not all that exciting for people who live around stuff like that, but it's exciting for me to be back to a place where I can walk out of my backyard into the desert. And as you can see, this is not exactly what you would think of when you think of the desert. Yeah, so I think that was kind of an important point, though, about, you know, just because maybe you understand something needs to change in a situation, but you don't want to do it. Sometimes, it doesn't mean that you don't still go do what needs to be done if it, if it does, like, protect financial or actual, like, physical safety, other things. But you make a damn secondary plan to get out of there. <laughs> you make backups and you have options. You, you always have options. Um, you know, you're never stuck. You're never totally stuck. There's always some other option. And so those are the things that I want to work with people on. And um, locally, I mean, you know. Those other options, just keeping other options always open, secondary channels of communication. You know, that's really important with your loved ones and with the people that you work with uh, on these types of activities. Right? And, uh, you know, getting together and talking, something they don't want us to do. I think it's super important. Get together, have conversations, keep it light if needed. And just have a good time. I mean, what the hell's wrong with that? Last night we had a nice little fire. I think we're going to try to do that at least weekly. Have people over, discuss things, see how they're doing. Make sure they're doing alright. Anyway. It's Mother's Day today. I have a few things in mind. Originally we were going to go on a drive, do some other things, but... 
you just have a nice day around the house. Try to do some nice things for Cassandra. Still have some things in mind that I might try to sneak out and go grab. It's just been a crazy week. Um, yeah, I was a little all over the place today, guys. I know that. Uh, but we'll uh, catch you next week as we do more. And keep keep out for my upcoming sit and talk. Maybe we'll bring like a little percolator and a mini coffee maker, you know? And a little fire. Anyway, have a good one.